are hunting down a PVE creature. You are dealing with the PVE elements on the map. Yes. <laughs> but, um, there we go. Uh, the um, only reason why there's PVP is because there's other teams. Yeah. But, um, but the, the point of the PVE is to attract all of the players into one one arena yeah yeah so the the pve is not the point oddly enough the pve is the carrot or uh well, it's the worm on the on the hook here's the thing i would agree with you up until the point where it would make me into an idiot because here's the thing is if you ever ignore the pve you're gonna fucking regret it yeah oh for sure for sure i, I get that but that it that's why it's a good hook because you need to do it. Yeah, but it's not ignorable. You, it, it can be pushed away a bit, but it, it's always there. Yeah, you have to do it to. Well, you don't have to do it to be successful, mm. but it's highly. No, no, you have to do it. You have to do the PVE. Well, I thought the whole point of it, based on our pre previous conversations, is there's a PVE that that thing holds a token, a token, a monetary value. Yeah, and you kill it. Two tokens, technically. Okay, two tokens. Sure, you kill it and. You then have to take that token and do something with it. Get off the map. Get, yeah, get off the fucking map. Yeah. But between you having the token and getting off the map, yeah, people are trying to kill you so they can take well, the token. It's like kind of like King of the Hill. Well, yeah, kind, kind but of. But not one location. What do they call that? Uh, capture the flag. It's more like ca uh, King of the Hill yeah, capture the flag. Yeah, it's kind of like a capture the flag kind of thing. King I guess. of the Hill capture the flag is that the hill is you. I, there's so a, it's a one. It's a one flag capture. So like you're more returning to a base kind of thing to score. Yeah. But the idea is the PVE just kicks off the PVP. It's something to do before the it's, PVP um, starts. It's what leads you by the nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 See, I'm not interested in online PVP. Okay. I'm just not. Yeah. Because you're bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's okay because yeah. over, I think it's like over 50% of the, of the Steam, like, achievement list for get a kill and hunt like your first kill achievement there's less than 50 percent of the players actually do that oh yes so like more than half the people who bought the game have played it and not gotten a kill <laughs> and then uninstalled the game <laughs> so i just was watching uh do you know who josh strife hayes is i'm sure you do uh no so he's a youtuber twitch streamer and he okay, focuses cool. on mmos and he okay. discusses really in-depth conversations about MMOs. I really like his, right, his, right, his okay. concepts. And he was doing a specific discussion about the whole concept of a game gets good after 100 hours. And that whole discussion, he's like, fuck huh. you, I hate that. He's like, That's I hate interesting. that. And part the of his conference... good over after 100 hours. There, well, a lot of the same is because he plays MMOs. Like, he focuses on MMOs. Right. And he'll judge an MMO and they'll be like... Well, you need to play this game for, you know, uh, the one that was mostly brought up, like the main topic point. Oh, like was, you need to play 100 hours to get to the good point of the game. Yeah, yeah. For the game to oh, get that's, good. That's fucking bullshit is what that yeah. is. Because it, that's a, and that's like, that's like saying yes. Really what you're doing when you say that is you're like, I have tattooed in my mind that I am the bitch of whoever makes these games. <laughs> because I will suck for 100 hours. <laughs> And then I will tell you if it's good or not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a huge insult to everyone who's it's got huge, things to do. No, it's it's not a huge insult because this person doesn't have a brain. Like, <laughs> the fact that you're getting insulted by it is more insulting to yourself. I guess. Because you're even giving them the creed, like, the, 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 admi you're admitting that this has somehow influenced your life. <laughs> 
yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, but by being insult, I am taking offense. You're you right. are taking offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, don't get me I wrong. I see what you're saying. You should be outraged that they're such an idiot. But like, <laughs> at the same time, getting offended is is the wrong way to go. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You should you should be like the other. Learn from the high schoolers, okay? Just be super judgmental <laughs> and just move on with your life. But yeah, he had the he had the great conversation about uh, Warframe. And that's oh, kind of okay, that yeah, was a sure. huge part of the conversation. And the, there was a joke that on Steam, less than four, I think it was like forty percent of everyone on Steam at the time of this video, which was like a, a few months ago, um, less than forty percent. There's an achievement for playing the game for two hours. Less than forty percent of the people who have it who have that game, yeah, have that achievement. Which you could argue makes it not a very good game. Agreed. Or at least it's not a very um. Yeah, that's kind of weird, right? Because that just means that your your onboarding sucks. Yes, that's exactly the statement he made, yeah. Yeah. Like, if your onboarding sucks that bad, you should be redesigning your onboarding. Yeah, there, there's something you need to be taking a serious because, deep look at. And, and I get it that that game's designed around, like, endgame. The idea is that you're trying to get to the endgame. Yeah, like Diablo or anything like that. Right. but Or World of Warcraft. Or... But you need to actually get to the endgame. <laughs> yeah. And if, if you're not given... If you're not giving the players a reason to get there, other than their friends being like, hey, man, you need to suck this dick for 100 hours. <laughs> yeah. It's a, yeah, you need to redesign it. It's why I never made it past Final Fantasy in the Final Fantasy MMO, because I was playing through all the old story plot. Oh, yeah. And but it was can, just a slog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that at, at the point where they're going to sell you the game after it's been out for so long, they should just include a boost. Because... Otherwise, it's like, why even sell this game? Yeah, I guess. Because the players, because the idea is you want to hook the player for some time. I think right? I could have bought a boost. You could have, sure. And 100%, yeah, that's that's an option. Or maybe a boost was available and I was choosing not to take no, no, it because no. it's a story. Cause it, yeah, but you can boost and then you can, okay, so, and this is kind of shitty if nobody told you this, but, and because like every Final Fantasy player who's played for at least the two hour achievement will well, get this. I don't think Nick ever told me this and he's oh, Nick, like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, so there's a thing where you can go to the inn and there's a book in the inn and like in your room. Yeah. And you can just uh, watch all the fucking cutscenes. Oh, no fucking way. Yeah, 100%. Oh my God. Yeah, you watch them in sequential order. It's great. It's like, uh, seriously, I'm not even kidding. I got really, really high one day. Two days. Two days. I got two really days. high. It's that was, much it was, well, it was two days. Oh, <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, and um, and like I actually like made popcorn and shit, and I like literally just went through cutscenes. I love that. I every once actually, in a while. I I had a blast doing it because yeah. I skipped them all because I was like I just want to level up to play with my friends. Yeah. But then I was like, okay, I actually do. I am actually interested in the story, so I went back and watched them. Which well, was Final my Fantasy plan. fourteen is um, I think there it's the common statement of it is an RPG MMO, mm-hmm. not an MMO RPG. No, it's a single player game with an MMO. Endgame. Yeah, that's why they call it an RPG MMO. Sure. Because um, it's a yeah. focus is on the RPG. It's an RPG with MMO features. I mean, really, that's just like that's just like putting a prettier dress on it. Like, it's, yeah, it's, I guess. it's just this is a fucking game, guys. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but like, no, don't get me wrong, it, it's accurate, and and I'm always for labeling things a little more accurately because I think like there's not a lot of that in the games industry that people will yeah. just throw the wrong title at something. And then everyone else who hears that is like not actually giving the game a chance because they have assumptions based on a genre that's been in, incorrectly pinned on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. So speaking of stories and video games, we are Ronin geek and Alex isn't here to do our cool intro, which is why it sucks. 
It has no rhyme or reason. To it has no rhyme or reason. I am chapter three, Plebby and Adam. Just Rob. Wait, what? Because all good stories only have three chapters. And here today, we are to talk about the best stories in video games. Our top three each favorite stories told, how they're told, whatever way you like to validate a story being told to you in video games. Right. So I think the, usually the rules, one of us... Starts, starts and usually you tell me one. to start because yeah. you hate starting. I don't know why. Uh, well, okay. So I'll explain that and you'll start. Because you're not a selfish lover and you want to help the other person out first. That is what I would do if I was lying to you. <laughs> um, but I'm going to just drop the truth on you right now. Is that whenever you watch a show or anything like that, you'll notice that the more interesting segment comes last. Uh, so the idea is that if you go first, I'm going to end up going last. It doesn't matter what the fuck you say. Cause my thing will be interesting. <laughs> so you're presuming that the last thing is interesting because it's last, not because people put the interesting thing last. No, it's all of those things, but I just want to throw that in your face. Oh, okay. okay, okay. All right. So I'll start off. Um, I, do, I, I think I'll put this in order of least to most as sure. best as I can. Um, I, I was struggling with this the whole way, but I think we'll get there. Oh, I'm, I'm the whole thing just to like a complete opener on my. It's going to be a total shit show. So oh, you always just, have weird answers, though. Do I? Yeah, you. No, I've got, I've got you some you really try and like throw a hook and like, well, technically this one, like you, you're technically correct, which is I, if I agree, is the best kind of correct. So it's always interesting to hear your options, which is why I like two in it. Well, so. well, so I had a bunch of ideas, like to just like let, let you peek under the hood. I had a bunch of ideas, and I was like, I actually don't really understand the question. But instead of asking for clarity, I was just like, ah, I could work with these, and then I was going to listen to you first. <laughs> I figured that's what you mostly do. <laughs> um, so my favorite, top three favorites, I think, um, I'm not sure where to put these two. There's one that I know is easy on the top. The other sure. two are a little bit tougher, but for different reasons. That's why it's hard to judge them. Yeah, just toss them out then. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima? Tsushima. Tsushima. They, some, Tsushima. Depends on, some people say Tsushima. Some people say Tsushima. I don't know either way. So um, just... When the developers and the folks from the island, they pronounce it Tsushima. Cool. All so right. I, I, I assume that's... That's how we will pronounce it because the intention of name... From name people hold. You kind of get to name yourself, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, So I like that one. It is a very straightforward story plot. There's nothing really like, oh, it tells it in a unique, interesting way. It just tells a great story. Oh, Um, what are we actually talking about? Maybe we should start with that. Oh, I think I already said that. Did you? Yeah, it's uh, our favorite top three, each of ours favorite stories told in video games. Uh, How they're told, why they're told, what the story itself, whatever criteria you choose to take that question. Okay. Um, so Tsushima is very classical. It's a classical story, which is why I like it. But it's a very well told. It's I believe that every game, movie, or form of expressionist, I guess, should. I'm one of those guys that nothing is ever wholesomely 100% unique and different from anything else. Everything is an evolution of something else. So in my mind, everything should either pioneer something or perfect something. One of the two P's. Okay. So pioneer a new thought process or a new, you know, a tweak on something. Yeah. Or take a concept that and already exists it. and just refine it to perfection. Yeah. Uh, one of those two things. Ghost of Tsushima, it does not pioneer something new. It perfects something. Okay. Um, it's storytelling. It, everything from the gameplay to the story all coalesce together to create a very interesting, well-told story where the gameplay at the start, you are more samurai, whereas by the time you're at the end of the game, you're more ninja 
just because in lieu of the the gear you get and and how you fight and the story arcs, the little mini story arcs that led you to the end. Hmm. Um, and the whole idea is this island is being invaded by the Mongols, mm-hmm. and you start off as this noble samurai following noble code, highborn noble. What what do you sacrifice at the altar of success? Exactly, and it doesn't work. It fails. And oh. over the course of the story arc, you meet these citizens who are put down by the nobles, don't live up to the same regime as the nobles. So you're constantly in this fight where you are being told by people you revered as a child, no, live up to the code of a samurai. But you know that by doing that, you won't succeed. And then you're talking to all these citizens that are like, yeah, that's great and all when you're rich. Yeah, right. But <laughs> when things are working, they're great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And and But those rich people are also saying, that's fine, die for this honor. It's better to die and fail while living up the code than it is to survive. To survive. And you kind of go through this battle. And you're not given a choice. This isn't something you as a player get to choose. Oh, okay. You follow the story of Jin Sakai. Okay. So you're not given a choice. That's fine. It's the way it happens. You become more ninja and you sacrifice your honor, I guess, air quotes, your samurai honor, right. to save the island. Cool. And the people. And I think it's a classical story. There's nothing... That's not unique. It's very Batman-y. And yeah. one, one sacrifice for the rest of the... Like the whole... Exactly. Uh, it's a very classical story, but it's... Again, it's one of those refined to perfection. Cool. And the gameplay, the have moments where like you, you find um, moments... Uh, there's great mechanical moments where you do to upgrade your character. So you have your health, your... Um, I think like skill points and um, like mana type of stuff. And what you do is you go, not man, it's just health actually. Uh, you go to like uh, like springs mm-hmm. and you just sit there and your guy just walks into like a, a um, like a hot spring and it goes reflect on it. Just the music calms down. It's very samurai and reflect on your father. And these simple thoughts reflect on how your father, and it's like, oh my God. And it's just this, the character just talking through his thoughts at these calm moments. And then immediate like action. Mm-hmm. And then there's moments where you literally sit at a, at a like a, a flat area and you look across and you make a haiku in the game. And oh, okay. it's just this calm and it helps guide you through this view. Like they just find beautiful artwork. And that leads into the whole honor and how the story work plays out and how the character feels. It just tells the simple story perfectly. That's good. So that that's pretty much it. That's all there is to that one. Hmm. But that is one of my top favorites. Yeah, I haven't actually played that one yet. Great game. Yeah. Far too good for its own good. Yeah? It's 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 so good. What was your like okay, so like story aside, what what was your favorite aspect as like a, as a gamer playing that game? My favorite aspect mm-hmm. um was the calm, quiet moments. So a lot of games are afraid to um, let you sit. Slow down. Yeah. Slow down. They're, they're, they're afraid, like, keep the action up. Keep that yeah. pace up. Never let you stop. Mm-hmm. This game spent a lot of time, um, or uh, just the right amount of time. I don't you know, too much time. The, a lot of time, but a good amount of time. Letting you just sit and listen to this character slowly monologue in a hot spring about his feelings about childhood the world around him so you really get to know Jin Sakai Um, and I think that's what makes it so good in there the moments of the the music is calming and you're just sitting there you see this natural tree and there's like three options that you can pick from when you're making a haiku it's like and it makes each like the first verse and you click on it and then it focuses on the one that you chose and then you go into that verse a little bit further uh, and it makes uh, a haiku slowly as you piece it together and at the end 
it shows you the whole scene visually and reading out your haiku, and it's all nice and calm and slow. And I think that's really good because games don't, they're not willing to slow down. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can see that. So, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I'm just, I'm struggling a little bit because there's one, there's a moment in gaming, I've mentioned it before in the past multiple times, uh, that I absolutely revere. I'm trying to think of where to place it on the list. So I'm going to go with something that I know that was fun, like extremely fun to me, like a fun memory. Okay. So you've played like Red Faction games. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when I think it was Guerrilla Warfare came out was the f- was the first one where it was like full open world, um, yeah, like with destructible environments, yep. kind of thing yep. like that. Yep, and it it kind of was like this moment for me when I'm playing this game because you're go- so for anyone who doesn't know what this game is, um, you're on Mars. Doesn't really matter what the plot is. That government bad, um, <laughs> <laughs> and there's like a rebellion or some shit. So, uh, but the game features um, really, really, really well-crafted structures, at least for the time. Um, And these structures uh, are all based around components. The components can be destroyed. You're talking about in-game physical building-like structures. Yes, because ultimately this game was not there for any other reason than to showcase the capability of what this game could do. Yes. And um, which I think was okay. Because at the time we had nothing like this. And I remember I'm sitting there and I'm playing and I have this most exhilarating moment when I realize as I'm running around fighting off a bunch of enemies who are shooting at me, I've gone, I run out of ammo at one point and I'm actually like assaulting this like facility and I'm like, shit, no ammo. I switch to my sledgehammer and I start running at this and an enemy NPC was like draining my health and I'm like, my character's about to go down and I have no way of getting around this obstacle to get to him in time because he's like behind a barricade. Okay. And it was the first time in gaming where my mind just, like, something clicked. And I was like, I don't need to go around this wall. Ah. I go through this wall. Yes. <laughs> and I go through and I absolutely completely crush them. And it's like, whatever. It's like, it's not like a huge moment to anybody. But it was the first time I ever experienced that I could take an alternate path. You felt smarter than the game. Yeah. Even though I'm, I'm you, sure you no, know no, no, just no, as well no, as I do. It was the, crafted to do it that. It was crafted to do exactly yeah, that. It was 100% crafted to do that. Yeah. But the thing was that it was an open world, so that moment wasn't precisely meant to be like that. It wasn't obvious. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, but like, obviously, like, there is enough barricades that you're going to have that moment at some point. Yeah, yeah. But it was, um, but it was this way of kind of understanding, like, hey, games are slowly starting to be, get a little bit better at allowing you more freedom. Yeah. And uh, watching to see how you abuse those freedoms. Yes. <laughs> and I think that that's actually, it was a huge, huge important part of uh, kind of like waking up to what gaming could be. In yeah. Life. So like, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's a significant game in the history of games, but there's, there's something there. It's something to you because that was the moment you had that revelation. Yeah. 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 It's a good revelation. I think that's a revelation that a lot of people, like we eventually have in certain games where everybody has it at some at point some at point. this point now, because destructible environments are huge. Like if you're playing rainbow six siege, which I will probably be mentioning later, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, that's like the modern take on like what you can do with that. But it's stuff. not even just the destructible. Like what you're, what you're showing off is the, you had a moment where you felt smarter than the game. You felt you found a, yeah, you find a path that's not obvious. Yes, and, and it made you feel smart 
Um, and it made you feel creative Mm -hmm. and the best games do that. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. So like, and and like, even if it is manufactured, it's like, I'm not going to critique somebody for doing that because they did it well. It's like looking at a really gorgeous painting and being like, yeah, but you're really talented. So (laughs) yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. So yeah, it's a, and as a gamer, that moment stuck with me. Like it's huge in my mind because it was, it was the first time. So this wasn't a story of that a game told. This was a story that a personal story that a game gave you the opportunity to experience. A game, yes, that's exactly what it was too, right? It was it was an opportunity that was there to be experienced, and I was fortunate enough to experience it yes. in a way that was probably intended, a hundred percent. If it wasn't, hey, happy accidents, good job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was. Yeah, those are those are classic. <laughs> those I find those a lot in games. So they're and. The, and now I'm I'm trained to look for them, so sure. I see them more often now. But yeah, and you become aware of them as a gamer. You just you do the yeah. best games make you not aware of it until it's too late, until you've already got the endorphin rush. Yeah, the best part is when you're aware of it just after the fact. Yes, because then you're like, oh, this was really cool. Then you're like, aha. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. So my number two game, um, I, I trade it equally for one, one and three. Like they're very similar, but for different reasons. Sure. Um, and this one I think might be a bit controversial, not for you, but okay. for some people online. Oh, oh, interesting. Starcraft in general, like the whole series. Oh, okay, sure. Um, a lot of people were upset with the way Starcraft 2 went and the story arc. Sure. But I am actually, I really like it. Yeah. Um, so the game was made for you. Congratulations. It kind of was, yeah. Uh, I, it, the thing is, is it took... Um, it had a theme, which was cycles of revenge and hatred. Very cliche sure. story arc. Cliche is not bad. No, cliche is not bad, as long as you do it right. Um, and you make it interesting. And you make it interesting, yeah. It started with that, and it kind of turned from like a Game of Thronesy space opera from, from StarCraft 1 to yeah. action-adventure in StarCraft 2. Which is kind of a hilarious step backwards through time. <laughs> it is, it is, yeah. A lot of people didn't like that change, but I couldn't find a way that it could go any different. Like, I personally. And, and, and I mean, ultimately, as long as it um, gave you the story you were looking for, I think that's really what it really mattered at the end of the day. Yeah, what, what was interesting about it is it had a lot of... When we ended StarCraft 2, and with all the books and everything that came out between StarCraft yeah. 1 and StarCraft 2, sorry, at the end of StarCraft 1, between the books of StarCraft 1 and StarCraft 2, they had put out a lot of questions. Who are the Zelnaga? What do they want? How right. powerful are they? Well, what is the is the Overmind free? What's happening with Kerrigan? Um, what else? Like, all of these different questions. The Cosmic Order. Like, what's happening to Raynor? Like, so many questions. Right. And somehow... It, for the first time, I have felt a game, most of the time when, I don't know, this, like the J.J. Abrams thing. When <laughs> Lost, J.J. Abrams is bad. He's great at setting up questions. Sure. J.J. Abrams and all of just his shows. Just don't ask him to answer them. Just don't fucking ask him to answer just, them. Your it, really, yeah. It feels like whenever the last like few episodes or last movie in a nine-part series <laughs> is done, just take it away from J.J. Yeah. Just take it away from J.J. Like You've set everything up, man. Good job. Now let somebody else close. Exactly. He's terrible at He's not at a closer. closer. He's not yeah. a closer, yeah. yeah. This which, which is not there's not a, I'm not trying to disparage him at all, by no. the way, because I think that everything he does ultimately I enjoy. Yeah. But he closing is never his strong suit. No, it's not. I completely agree with which you. Which I hope he does get better at it because then it would make him like one of the greats 
For sure. It's, I think that's why he's not on the Spielberg level, because Spielberg can set up and close. I think he's really close, though. He's close. He's got 50%. <laughs> oh, my gosh. A <laughs> L- little over 50%. Sure? He's not quite Spielberg level. Um, but StarCraft II was able to close. They were able to take a massive amount of questions. And answer them. And answer ev- not just some of them, every single one to yeah. a very reasonable Degree. point. Yeah. Um, they even had one where everyone was pissed off. They had the ghost of uh, Tassadar show up to like make a guide. And everyone's like, oh, fuck. Like, that's not sci-fi. Like, fuck you. That's not sci-fi. But it wasn't the ghost of Tassadar. Yeah. They, they, they answered the question. It was a psionic impression. We're like, wow, we know psionics exist in this world. Yeah. So that totally makes sense. Every, yeah. it, they were able to answer a lot of these questions very well. And it's a huge story arc. They had the classic love interest story, which broke the cycle in the first, because they had three games. They spread out into three yeah. games. Um, they had the, it was a very personal one-on-one story arc in the first one. It was about, you know, the love and, and it was about breaking the cycle. That's mm-hmm. what it was about. That cycle I mentioned. Right. It was the breaking of the cycle, which led to the other two being able to happen. Right. And then the second one, I think the second one was definitely the weakest, the heart of the swarm. Yeah. Um, it was kind of the setup. The like, second of everything is always weakest because it's the bridge. Uh, Empire Almost. Strikes Back. So okay. like the best of the... So here's the thing, right? If you look at it on the grand scheme of things, four, five, and six is the middle and the best. So I guess, yes, my, my argument is completely... <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, it just felt like two, the uh, heart of the swarm was a setup for three. Yeah. Which weakens it, right? Uh, and then three was classic story you know it, it was a great story that the the underdog going up against m- insurmountable cosmic odds um and you've got nothing you have to build from nothing and it was a great story arc it finalized great they answered a lot of great questions mm-hmm. um and they ended some some decisions they made at the end of like okay i don't agree with them but that doesn't make them bad it just meant i would have done it differently but yeah. i still respect it for the decisions they made and for answering all the questions which i thought that was really good Fair enough. So that's why I like StarCraft. And they had a lot, a metric fuck ton of cinematics, which yeah. Blizzard's known for. So it was great. Hmm. They had a, cool, a lot of cool super superhero moments, which I, I at the time, it was a fresh take. Now I'd be like, okay, the action hero style is not right. But back then it was fresh and new. So it made sense. Yeah. No, for sure. Oh, man. Game two. Three-game sprint, right? Yeah, three-game sprint. Ah, man. Okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna kind of do a two-parter only because I know that the first part... Oh, you're part, cheating. Well, you're cheating is what you're doing. Okay, so here's the thing. Do you want a cool story or you want to, like, <laughs> me just be super boring? Ah, oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I'm, 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 I love rules. I'll, I'll do an honorable mention at the end. How about that? I don't care. I'm fucking okay. No, no, too bad. No, we, we're going to change things <laughs> because you're being a dick about it. Okay, so, all right, then game two. What was the topic again? Oh, my God. Favorite stories. Moments in games. Not necessarily moments in games, but favorite stories told (laughs) in games, out of games, that exist in games, or how they're told in games. Yeah, okay, so this one is, like, super petty. (laughs) And comes from my childhood when I was super petty. (laughs) Oh, God. So, like, um, remember Perfect Dark? Oh, yeah, I remember Perfect Dark. Okay, so you may not remember this in Perfect Dark, but there was a day... When I think I was playing with you and Chris. Okay. And I think uh, what happened was I had gotten my hands on the, it's called the Farsight. 
It's a sniper that could snipe through walls. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that to you for like 20 minutes straight. <laughs> you got furious. Sure. That seems fair. <laughs> it was one of the most exhilarating moments of multiplayer I've ever had. <laughs> so like, but like it, um, uh, to underscore what it, what it was like, Perfect Dark was a blast multiplayer oh yeah it was split great. screen and it was so much fun it was the evolution of the Gold. blast that was golden ice well yeah golden eye yeah split just because yeah it was it was an evolution a more ridiculous version well of that. it literally had some of their maps too right yeah it did yeah and the same gun styles and stuff like that um overall except that there was a lot of uh, remember slayers tag we played slayers tag where you launch the slayers rocket which yeah, you yeah, could yeah control the rocket itself yes. so we try and blow up each other's rocket and play yeah. tag that was fun yeah i actually really enjoyed that that was probably one of the better parts of the game that's a classic. I'm actually interested to see because they're making a new one, right? I think it got canceled. Did it really? I, I think, like literally just saw the trailer for it. I think I heard that it got canceled already. Yeah. <laughs> That's too or, bad. Or at least it, like indeterminately delayed, which is effectively oh, canceled. Whatever. I mean, like it's it's too bad too because it's the only game that can really compete in that space where like Control currently owns. Like, yeah, okay. Control is the only one that does like the whole aliens weird psyops kind of stuff where it's like slightly future tech but like just way out there yeah yeah you still have to play control i do you have to play i control. have it in my p on my ps5 it was one of the month uh oh. monthly games i already own it like the ultimate edition or whatever yeah it's a, for the one that was came out for it was probably the ps4 version because it was probably the free or whatever free things that came out like the monthly but just make sure that it's like the stuff that has all the stuff in it the stuff that has all the stuff the dlc it. fuck you okay okay all right <laughs> like you know the parts of games that they sell you separately yeah, I hate those parts. Yeah, I know. There's a version of this thing that is like the ultimate edition or whatever, and it's all of them together. And that's the edition you want to play. <laughs> okay. So I want to add on to that story of the Angreen and 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 um, uh, perfect dark. It was a, it was a, okay. It was a short short story. I admit, but like it's a golden moment in game. Oh, it, it, <laughs> so there's a moment I still hold very close to my heart. Yeah. Uh, I was the I was there, but I wasn't the one directly involved. So okay. we were we were at your house. Uh right. we knew a lot of kid stories as like you, yeah, me, and well, Chris like, as kids. Well like the internet was not what the internet is now. Like gaming at, on the same screen or in a land Yeah, had was, to happen. It was like yeah, it was um not by choice but by requirement. Yeah, yeah. and you lived like an hour away, so we had to always we had to take quite a drive. But we always went to your place cuz you had all the best stuff. Well, not at first, though. Not at first. Because I used to live. Right. At first, it was a bit more. It was, yeah, yeah. it was a bit more like we just kind of went to whoever's house. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Um, so, anyway, it, this was when you were living out in Kingsville. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we were going to go see a movie. I don't remember what the movie was anymore. It, it's irrelevant to the story. Okay. It's going to be weird if I remember it. <laughs> yeah. So, we're at your place. It's you, me, and Chris, and I, maybe Devin or something like that. And we're, we were playing Dragon Ball Z. Tenkaichi, I think, yep. or Budokai, or yep. one yep. of the fighting games. I think it was Budokai, probably. Yeah, and Chris, who's a really ridiculous, good at, yeah, at games, fighting games. Well, the games in general. Games let's, in general. Let's, yeah. just, let's be honest. He's carried me through two's arenas in Warcraft through a whole season. Oh, yeah, he's crazy. I, I killed literally nobody. <laughs> he's crazy in, in any <laughs> PvP game, I find. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. he's, um because he's like, he's got a competitive drive, but he's he got a competitive drive and the skill to support it. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So you, we were playing this game, and you were just lipping off and being this cocky little bastard. Yeah, which I, I only did because it would throw you off your game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you were doing this, and then Chris was fucking trouncing you, and you oh, could yeah. see the frustration build up in your face. Oh, yeah, that, and, that happened a lot yeah we we had to like leave for the movie but you just went up and you're like 
we're, we're done. We gotta go. We gotta go. We're done. And you went and just like shut off the console. I forget what console it was. It was PlayStation or whatever. Yeah. And you just went on PlayStation. And you just went, oh, we're done. And we're like, dude, we're like a half an hour early. Like, we're not gonna leave yet. And you're like, no, we gotta go. We're done. Well, you, <laughs> so here's the thing. And that's a, probably 100% true. Um, but at the same time, I actually, I, there's a thing. I don't know if it's like, I've just like developed this um, out of somewhere, but I have to be at the theater early. Sure. I don't think that had out. anything to no, do no, with what I was no, going no. And that's why I said, I, that's why I said that's a hundred percent true. Like that story yeah. is probably a hundred percent true, but um, me going early is not like, that's actually a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sickness. It feels like it sometimes because when I'm there, I feel sick because I'm standing there with nowhere to go. <laughs> No, it was, it was, it was a great, it was one of those memories I have of me of just like, yep. you're, you're pretty, the thing is you're usually pretty chill and you're hard to get riled up. Oh yeah. Especially yeah. nowadays. Well, nowadays. Like, nowadays. I was a lot more hot-headed as a kid, I think. Yeah, you were. It, but it's, now it's like near impossible. Um, but back then. It, it happens was, though. It and does. When it happens, it's messy. It's messy. <laughs> it's messy now. It's really messy. <laughs> It was just funny. I just, I still love it because I, I don't get, to, I never did that to you in any games. I don't think I've ever pissed you off, but Chris could because you just, he just kicked your ass. Well, and that was the problem, right? Was that um, I was good at gaming, but Chris was better. <laughs> yeah. And he barely gamed nearly, he didn't game half as much as you did. No, no, he didn't. Like, I, I had a lot of pride in how much stupid hours I fucking sank into games because I'm wired weirdly or something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no. Uh, I mean, that's true for anything, though. I think anybody gets frustrated when somebody who's, like, super talented at something. Especially when they come in and it's like, oh, I've never played the game before, but let's and see then, how it goes. And then beats the shit out of you at it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was Chris. That was Chris. He was yeah. great. Yeah. He's great at that. Oh, no, for sure. No, and I, and I have no ill ill will against Man, I haven't talked to him in forever. I got to give him another call. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. It's tough now because, like, he's got, ki- he's got, I think, two kids or just one? I don't remember anymore. He's, he, got, he's got one that I know of. He's got one that I know of, yeah. Uh, um, I, I invited him to the Smash tournament we did, <laughs> but he didn't, he couldn't Yeah, you told me, you told me. Yeah. Um, kid, pro- so he had to do something with his kid. I forget what it was. Yeah, kid's birthday, I think it was. Makes sense. Well, yeah. that's good on him then. Oh, he's doing the right thing. I'm yeah. not judging him for it. Like, no. now, fuck you, Chris. Choose <laughs> us over your friend if you're listening. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> choose us over your friend. Choose us over your kid. Fuck your kid. They'll grow up. They'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so am I going my first, my favorite? <laughs> I guess. Okay. Um, I, I think it's pretty fucking obvious because it's like my favorite game of all time. Which, by the way, you broke the flow. <laughs> Why did I break the flow? I don't know. You said another story. Oh yeah, just it's a side, another side story. <laughs> I'm just saying you were a stickler for rules a couple seconds ago. Uh, I, I, I was shit. I was adding to your story so that you no, just had cool. more weight yeah, to continue. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I see how this is now. <laughs> Go ahead, tell us your favorite story. I'm not going to ruin it at all. <laughs> you couldn't ruin it. It's Chrono Trigger. Oh yeah, yeah. How are you going to ruin that one? Can't. It's a fucking piece of art. <laughs> It's a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing like there. I, I don't have anything more to say about it. I've talked about this game so many times. Um, yeah. Hollow Knight, I've talked about as being one of my favorite games, but that's because it's so mechanically and artfully perfect. Mm-hmm. But its story is kind of Dark Soulsy. It's hard to sit there and be like, Dark Souls and Elden Ring have the best story. They barely have a story. Go fuck yourself if you say anything different. Um, you're, you're just you're just you know blowing smoke up your own ass. Um, they're mechanically perfect, but this game is mechanically perfect. Artistically perfect, story plot perfect, mm-hmm. uh, characteristically perfect, like everything. It is a one hundred percent no holds bar masterpiece. So, yeah, it, it, 
I got, I got nothing more to say about it. Really, I, I can't even add to it. Like, what wow, do you want me to talk story. about? It? Great yeah. story. Well, what do you it's want like, me to say? I don't like, know. We're on a podcast. Come up with a fucking narrative. <laughs> I, I guess I should. I fucking should. You're right. I should show some professionalism. <laughs> Uh, no, it, it's fine. Don't fucking stretch it out. It's going to be painful to listen to. <laughs> no, it's got this great, uh, this arc where it starts off very small, classic, you know, child going kid through from the, a village, kid from a village going through the adventure, hero, grows up the world. Yeah. And I, I think one yeah. thing I like about it is I love time travel story arcs sure. because I love the idea of, um, chasing time. Time is to me the most, um, costly currency in a human life. Like yours, mine. I suppose. It's the thing that costs the most. Does it? Yes, because you can always get back money, but you can't get back time. Can't get back friends after you kill them, though. Sure. So, but that's time because you can just uh, go back and... If you kill uh, them, you can go back okay, in time. But, so it's time that's really you're fighting against, but not the if friend. You, but what if you have a frenzy against that friend and you wanted them to stay dead? Now time's fucking you out of what you've already done. So really, <laughs> time's a piece of shit. <laughs> Um, but they do a good job. <laughs> I don't even know where to go. With that. <laughs> uh, there was nowhere to go. With no, that. <laughs> except for killing you. Uh, they. But don't worry, time will save you. Um, they they do a great job of limiting the time travel to, and it, and they make sense in the game too. It's not just well, it's here because story arc reasons. No, they have like okay, there's a gate here because of the power of lavas, because of the power of the evil and, and mm-hmm. the energy that's causing all the problems. Mm-hmm. So they do this great job of um, exploring all of that, exploring both your characters, exploring the villain, exploring the story arc, um, and exploring time travel and um, how nothing really changes over time. Things, air quotes, change, but nothing major. And yeah. How you can make, I think it also tells a story. I think an important aspect of the storytelling is the theme of small changes. Sure, the, the I- butterfly effect. The butterfly effect. The idea is you don't have to save the world today. That's not what you have to do. Right. Help one person today. And that will butterfly effect into a huge thing 600 years from now. Like you don't right. know the effect that you have. If you can just do one little thing today. Something good. Something good. Something good will produce something good. And if you just keep doing a bunch of little small things, you will see that over time it will grow into something great. Yeah. And it's a great little teaching of that. And it's a great care. It's just so fucking good. On all accounts, it uses the villains great. It uses the time travel great. It explains its science very well. And it introduces villains at just the right level. It's got these, like, multiple acts that you will interact with a baddie. And you're like, okay, I'm, I'm done with the baddie of the week. It's almost episodic. But then that baddie will come back in a different way. Right. In an interesting way. And I think it's fantastic for that. Uh, obviously, your characters grow really well mechanically. But that's that's not what, what we're talking about today. Right. But it... It's just so good. There's like, you, you're you given multiple chances to beat the final boss, but you don't have to take them. Yeah. There is the canon way in which it's beaten because there's like fucking 20 something odd endings, mm-hmm. but you can do whatever you want. And it still, no matter all the endings produce a good, solid, happy ending, which is great. Oh, not a happy ending, but a fulfilling ending. Sure. Yeah. That's what I should say. Okay. So, yeah, I, I can't. I can't add much more to that. Chrono Trigger is a masterpiece. Everyone knows it. If, you, if you've listened to this podcast and you haven't played Chrono Trigger, I don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life. Go get it on your phone. I don't care. It Go. actually works really well on the phone. Apparently, it was a, it was a fuck up. Oh, no, was it was it? the Steam version because the Steam version was a port from the phone. 
and it was a shit show. Why? Why? I don't know why. I, I don't know all the story. That's um, fucking hilarious. It was terrible. It was awful. Uh, I think they fixed that. So oh, I think I'm that's sure okay. they have by now. Uh, so the Steam version, you can well, always try that. A bunch of the old games got fixed on Steam. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, phone version, if you have still a DS somehow, that's probably one of the best ways to experience it now. Um, oh, on your DS, yeah. Yeah, on your DS. Yeah. So one of those three ways is your best way. If you can get an old N64, or not N64, Super Nintendo and get it, good luck. That's the original way to play it. That's the original way to play it, but unlikely. Uh, I think my first way was an emulator. <laughs> Yeah, on your computer. On my computer. Yeah. Um, and then I, you gave me the PlayStation 1 disc because it came with Final Fantasy Tactics. You gave me a disc combo that was one or two of the Final Fantasies. Final Fantasy Tactics Lion Wars and Chrono Trigger. Nice. I still have that CD. Probably wasn't um, War of the Lions, though, edition. No, it, it wasn't the been, War of the Lions. It would have been the original. Yeah, it was the original. The War of the Lions came uh, with would, the PSP. Yeah, and it was awesome because it had the cutscenes and added two classes to the game. Yes. Um, oddly enough, that one did not make my my list, yeah. but it's probably like number five or number four. Yeah, it's up there for me too. Yeah. It's definitely in top ten. Uh, War of the Lions was amazing. I think the only weakness War of the Lions had was um, the ending felt a little weird. They had this very personal um, fight be- you know, between the upper and lower class and mm-hmm. all this drama and Games of Thronesy-like drama. Yeah. And then they threw in the church, and then the right. church just became like the big bad and had yeah. like the big ultimate evil. It was like, wait, but what? Like yeah. it just felt very. It was like in at the last second. Yeah, yeah. It felt yeah. like well, we needed to have some cosmic big bad. It's like no, you don't. It's it's a it's yeah. gov- it's government on government warfare like that, and war sucks. Yeah. But then they they're just like, well, we need someone to be a cosmic big bad, so make it the church. And you're like. Okay, I mean, you sowed the seeds the whole way. It's not like it yeah. came out of completely nowhere. It just wasn't what I cared about. Yeah. Um. I I loved the story of uh, Delita and um, Ramza. Ramza and their journey through their lives and how the little actions they took affected this. I don't want to call this. It's I guess effectively a civil war. Yeah. Um. I really liked that. And then the church was like. You know, kind of like the Kool-Aid man coming in like, ah, you think you're in a war with each other? Fuck you, we'll kill all you. And you just kind of like look over and go, all right, we're going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> like you're clearly the shittier one. Yeah. And I, like, I, we were looking for a common enemy, thanks. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And I, I just wasn't a huge fan of that. I think it, I think it detracted from it. Yeah, I think I agree. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's not on my top sure. list. Fair enough. All right, so final one, Rob. What do you got for us? Oh, God, you're looking at me like a creep. It means you... <laughs> means you, you just like the last two options, you heard the assignment, but you by no means understood it. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to talk to you about Hunt Showdown. <laughs> oh, God. I swear to God, if Hunt Showdown ever calls us to like uh, do an ad for Cry them. Attack, are you kidding me? Cry, they would never. But if they ever, if we ever got big enough that they're like, we want you to do an ad for Hunt Showdown on Gladly. your podcast. Oh, my God. It'd be one hell of an ad. Gladly. <laughs> like, what do you mean? We have already been doing an ad for your yeah, thing for the last year. Just, just sit back and wait for a couple more episodes. <laughs> like, it'll just, it'll come out. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. No, okay. So, uh, this is one of those moments um, that I just, I have to share because, like, I fuck up huge. <laughs> okay. Um, sometimes when I game. <laughs> yeah, sure. I think everyone probably does. Well, but I think it's because you like to experiment. You like to not take sure. the path given to you. 100%. And that's completely true. Um, but this was one of those moments where I just kind of like really oops to myself. Oh, God. <laughs> so I'm, I was playing Hunt. I had a day off. 
is really great. I run in, like, I'm just running random games. I run to this guy randomly. Super nice guy. Um, end up partying with him. We're playing a couple of games, and he's literally, like, teaching me all of these things that, like, I've been playing Hunt for, like, a year and a half or whatever, or two years, or however long the fuck Hunt's been out for. I've been playing it since before launch, technically. Sure. You're, you're a Hunt hipster. Sure, 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 sure. But, like, there was a gap in there where I didn't really play because I had nobody to play with. You broke up? Kind of. And then... And then you were broken up. You were on a break. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, team up with this really cool guy. We're playing and he's teaching me things that I didn't, I had no idea were in the game. Like, but like, no, they're, they're like secret. Teaching you things about your body. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what it felt like. Right. (laughs) So, um, I'm learning like all of these cool new techniques and different ways to like combo up my different tools and things like that to do a bunch of unique shit. That's sure. like, Hey, there's no way that I would have guessed this in the first place. And, um, we get to this point where we're, we're doing a really serious match. We've got these expensive loadouts and I'm like, all right, time to like really be impressive now. And we get into a fight and the fight's going really well for us, really well for us. We've, uh, it's a three on three. We've got one of his friends with us. Um, his friend goes down earlier on, but we take down two of their guys. So there's one guy left. <laughs> Just out of context, this oh, yeah, sounds yeah, don't like a great gay porno. It gets better. <laughs> so we took out the two guys. Yeah, yeah. Then he yeah. goes down on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what ends up happening is I'm running uh, this really expensive shotgun loadout. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to rush them. Because there's only one guy left. So we're, I'm just going to overwhelm him. And if you take a shot and you get a shot, take the shot. It's like, cool. I start pressuring this guy. And what ends up happening is I trip over a um, ga- uh, poison gas trip mine that I had placed earlier. Oh, God. Yeah. Like That's embarrassing. It, oh, it gets worse. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I do this. I jump over the wrong section of fence and I aggro a hive which shoots essentially a bunch of bees at me <laughs> so now i am poisoned unable to see anything there's bees around me making it hard <laughs> to hear anything those bees are by the way poisonous so my poison goes up a step so i really can't fucking see now i jump back over the fence and i run and i see somebody moving and i kill my partner <laughs> with a shotgun, and then the other guy takes me out <laughs> And I'm just like, I am so sorry. <laughs> it was just like super embarrassing. <laughs> Everyone's just sitting there in the chat silently. They're like, well, they're like, well that happened. I'm like, yep. Ooh. This is how I repay my friends. <laughs> but uh, it was uh, it was pretty fucking excellent is what it was. Um, and, and that game produces a lot of moments like that. Uh, usually it's not starring me. But that time it certainly was. And it was just, I don't know, it was one of those moments that I couldn't stop laughing. I felt really bad <laughs> because because <laughs> I don't actually play with like push to talk. So they definitely heard me laughing the whole time. <laughs> so I'm just laughing and saying, I'm sorry. Did it's you, a really confusing message. <laughs> have you ever played Monster Hunter? Yeah, yeah. I've played Monster, Monster Hunter. World yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, a world I think was the one I played. Yeah, yeah. okay. It, a lot of the stories you're telling, like that story kind of reminds me of a lot of the stories I've had with Monster Hunter mm-hmm. where you're just doing dumb shit and you like run monsters into your friends. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, oops, sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah, didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, actually, I think, uh, what was it? Scott stopped playing Dark Souls with me after a couple of moments like that. I don't doubt that one. <laughs> 
You play Dark Souls very chaotically. Yeah, but it's fun. Oh, it's fun. It's totally fun. Yeah. You, you're the one who got me into Dark Souls because you're just... I, I don't know how many times... Like, you, you made it fun because, you know, Dark Souls is like, okay, you go into a cave, you get fucked. You go into a different cave, you get fucked. You go into yeah. that cave, you get fucked. And you would just be like, Adam, I'd like you to go into this cave. You're like, and I'm like, is it dangerous? <laughs> like, no, no, you're fine. <laughs> Come out peppered with arrows from traps. Like, I got the item. And you're like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's what made Elden Ring a blast to play. Oh, yeah. Remember, remember we did, was I, yeah, I did the snail cave with you, right? The spirit cave. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was probably, to be honest, like that one really almost made it in. The only reason I didn't want to say it was because I'm pretty sure I already said it in the past. I think you might have. Uh, but that was yeah, a great one. That was fucking hilarious because like you died and you had no idea what was going to happen next in the fight. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, it's like. The like final I, boss. I oh my God, there's another form and everything that wish there was. Yeah. And then you were like. You got to it, and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> you you choke. So there's, like, Form 1, Form 2, and Form 3. We fought Form 1. We got through it okay. We fought for I died in the multiplayer, and it was your world. Yeah. So you just kept fighting. You had, like, no mana left. No. I think you had told me on, like, Form 2. Like, I basically took out the at the end of Form. Like, I sacrificed myself yeah, yeah, to take out Form 2 because you had I was, nothing. Because no, I was using, a, a, like, the Moon Veil Blade or whatever the fuck, Katana. And then. I know. You were full caster at this point. Oh, then it would have been before... You were I Gravity Caster. So, yeah, okay, that was before I got the Moonglaive. Oh, okay. Or the whatever fucking the moon easy, easy mode katana. Yeah, yeah, so you were doing that, and you were out of mana, and you're like, oh, fuck, how am I going to take on this last boss? Yeah. And we're like, there's no way there's a third form. And you just, I die, you died, and sends, or you're sending back to your world, yeah. so I don't see anything anymore. And you're all I hear is you over Discord going, oh, fuck, there's another form. Oh shit! And you're like, oh, oh. and you're kind of like you're playing this I was up. Playing it up. You're yeah. like, oh, I, I, I think I got this. Like, oh fuck, oh, 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 I got it, I got it, I barely got it. Like, you're like, I'm like, how the fuck did you do that? Yeah, that was insane. And <laughs> then I had to do it in my world, and we got to the end, and I don't. You're like, okay, Adam, here, it's, it's here, it's coming. You're like, get ready, get you. And I'm, I'm you bracing. Even, you weren't even sure there was a third. I didn't even believe you that yeah, there was a third. No. And then you saw the health bar. And then I saw the health bar. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And then I just saw this, like, snail glowing in a corner. And I just went and attacked it once and killed it. And you're just like, that's it. Good job. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> it, was, it was funny. Yeah, those, those are good moments. Yeah. Um, yeah, you play Dark Souls very chaotically. But it, I, I think, for me, it makes it more fun. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. You, I mean, you give Amanda a heart attack, but I love it. Well, like the, the whole thing is like, and I've, and this has been like a lot of games that I've been playing recently. I just play them now to have fun. Yeah. yeah. Because it's kind of like why you buy them in the first place. And yeah. like for the longest time, I didn't just do that. I was like, oh no, I gotta, I gotta meet the standard of beating all these games. And then, and then I was like, why? Yeah, no. So I just play games to enjoy whatever aspect they're giving to me. And if they're good games, I will keep playing them like Hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Or like World of Warcraft when it was, you know. Good or not as bad. <laughs> when there were no other selection. Yeah, fair enough. Um, it's probably more accurate because I don't, because World of Warcraft is fine, whatever. I think the retail is not as bad as people make it out to be. I think mechanically it's so refined at this point that you can't really not have fun. True. Um, unless you're trying to actively not have fun. Or or if you're only playing it to meet some other requirement other than just fucking enjoying the game. 
Wow. Like if you're like, oh, I'm I'm grinding so I can do raids to my guild, and those raids are going to give me an item, maybe. And then at the end of that, it's like, okay, so when you have the item, what happens? I wait for the next item to be released so I can go get that item. A lot of people like that. That's called Diablo. And to be honest, that's perfectly fine. But a lot of people also, I don't think, actually like it. I think they're just there because that's what they have to do to play with their friends. (laughs) Oh, you're not wrong. It's it's more of a social contract, I think, to a lot of players. Yeah, no, I I think you're right. I I think you're absolutely right on that one. Well, that that was good. That was fun. Any honorable mentions? Because I have one. Um, Final Fantasy Tactics. Okay. Lion Wars. Right, yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, um, Portal 2. Okay. Yeah. I really liked Portal. Portal 1, meh. Portal 2, fantastic. I don't think Portal 1 was meh. No. I think Portal 1 was just, it was what it was. It was but, what it was. Portal 2 was so was good. At the, like, there was no other game like it. Portal, so. Portal 1. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. When it came out. But Portal 1, there was no other game like it on like a mechanical level. I don't know about it on a story no, level. No, exactly. Well, I mean, uh, well, that's like even like Half-Life 2. Nothing had gravity physics like Half-Life 2 had gravity oh, yeah. physics. And that's really what made it famous. It wasn't really yeah. so much the story as much as it was the, the gravity the gun. Gravity gun. Yeah. But no, I think Portal Portal 2... Well, don't get me wrong. Everyone likes Half-Life. If you don't admit to that, you're a heathen. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I don't think I've ever played Half-Life 1. Really? Not all the way through. I think I've played it a bit here and there. It's um, it's not that long of a game, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, like it's got some length to it, but it's kind of manufactured length. You could probably just watch it on YouTube if you really don't want to I've play done it. that. Yeah. Yeah, I've never played it. Yeah, and some people knock that, but I'm like, why would you knock watching a playthrough if you've ever enjoyed a movie or an audio book? Yeah. So I, I completely agree. Uh, I w- like, watch somebody who's doing the walkthrough either silently so you can just enjoy the game for what it is or somebody who's entertaining to actually yeah. watch play through a game. Yeah, like a uh, uh, Mystery Science Theater 9000 over right. video games. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah no, I, I completely agree. I'm, I'm the same way. I do the same thing. Um, usually it's just because I don't have the, like there are some nights where I'll go play a game and I'll go lay in bed and instead of reading a book, I watch someone play through a game and that's my go to bed entertainment. I'll fall asleep, maybe not get all the way through it, right. put it down, watch it the next day, put it down, watch a bit of the next day as I go to bed. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much what I do. Cool. Um, it's your it's your books. Uh, actually, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's my books. Um, but they, no, I think Portal 2 is, uh, it's it's fantastic as, as a story. It's, sure. I, I think what really brought it, what brought it from like, oh, that was a really fun, entertaining I don't want to say lighthearted, but entertaining story from like, you know, the story aspect mm-hmm. was the end of the multiplayer was what took it from like, oh, this is really good to holy shit. This is amazing. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I don't about. know if I got to the end of multiplayer. Oh my God. So uh, do you, do you care to talk no, about it? Um, Go ahead. Okay. I'll, I'm going to watch it later, but go ahead. So do you remember the end of the, of the single player part of Portal 2? Kind of. So basically the arc is you wake up. And um, more crisis. Yeah. Yeah. More, um, more. And GLaDOS wakes up at the same time because the whole facility is waking up again. Yeah. And through that, you accidentally unlock more of GLaDOS. No, you, you were like, oh, I need to fix GLaDOS. So you meet the Wheatley. Yeah. The yeah, Steven yeah. Merchant's right. character. Yes. And he's just a fucking idiot. Right. And, and the you, idiot takes over. The, and you get, you make, you get him to take place <laughs> of GLaDOS so he can help you and get you out. Yeah. Turns out, He's an egotistical, maniacal fucking lunatic. Yeah. And uh, when he gets power. Or he's an idiot with power. He's an idiot with power. Yeah. (laughs) And so then you end up having to work with GLaDOS and you explore more of the history of the Aperture Science. Right. And so on and so forth. I I did like the history 
histrionics kind of part. The Cave of Johnson, yeah, the stuff. Johnson stuff. Yeah. Is hilariously well done. Uh, what was his name? What's his name? Simons. Um, Simmons. J. Oh, J. Uh, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Yeah. yeah. Fucking him. Just, he's a he is a master. He's he's a gem. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, like that, and like Omni Man, and oh, like, yeah. he just he kills it. He kills in everything he does. Well, like oh, like as J. Jameson is like any segment with him in any of the modern Spider-Mans is fucking hilarious. Oh, and anything. Because he, like, he kills it every time. He kills it every he time. He eats away at the scene. Like, he owns every scene he's in all the time. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, so you go through that, and then eventually you do get, you put GLaDOS back in power, and you do right. make a deal with GLaDOS, and she gets Le- you out. Lesser of two evils. <laughs> the lesser of two evils, yeah, basically. Yeah. And she eventually does let you out, and it's a great little scene where you're going up the elevator, and you're like, is she going to let us out? But she does. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that, yeah. Yeah, um, uh, you know, she lets you out, and and then it starts the multiplayer. It's like, hey, welcome, go play some multiplayer. You're gonna play as two robots, each yeah. other, right? Peabody and Atlas. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like there's much of a story plot going on. Like there is, if you're paying attention closely. But most people, when you're playing multiplayer, you're just talking with a friend. You're just talking with a friend. Yeah. But if you pay enough attention, you'll notice that she's trying. She's searching for something. She's sending you on jobs. Which are these portal? Right. It's tasks. Yeah. These tests, air yeah. quotes. But really, she's you're getting stuff for her, and you're getting data, and you're getting passcodes, and you're slowly giving her more and more stuff. Oh, uh, which is was she making the facility designed to be the test that actually lead you to the object she's trying to get? Is that what? It was? Yes, that's fucking fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and every once in a while, at the end of like a chapter, you'd go on like an unscripted adventure, which was like outside of the test areas, right? That would lead you to like get a disc with information or a key or a passcode, right? Disc. So she put a physical disc into you. <laughs> yeah, put a disc into like a, a physical thing so that she could then download the passcode from it and shit right. like that, and the blueprints or something. So eventually, you get to the end, and there's this huge vault door, and you're like, "Fuck!" And you have to get in it, right, with the two, and you yeah. open it up. And it's a bunch of humans in cryostasis. Oh, and more she's like, subjects. We're going to test forever. <laughs> and I just went, oh my God, this is what I've been doing the whole, because I was playing it with, uh, I don't know, if, I think it was Joel, Probably, my yeah. cousin Joel, because him and I love that game together. Yeah. We, we, we like to play co-op games together. Um, but we, we played the game, we got to the end, we're like, oh, this was like what it was all adding up to. Yeah. This is fantastic. And it just took it from, this is a good story, to she lets you go because... She had others. Yeah. And it's so fantastic. That's awesome. So it, it was, it was, a, it's a great honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's cool. That's really, really cool. It's, it's kind of funny you use that example because like my honorable mention talks heavily about like when you're playing a game, like what kind of choices do you have? So like, for instance, I'm going to kind of just meld it all together, but like, mm-hmm. um, like a mass effect, you have a bunch of choices that quote unquote don't matter. Um, and you're making these choices thinking like, Hey, I'm, I'm crafting the story. Um, but yeah. like, and that's also kind of like true for certain games where like Deus Ex and stuff like that. You're playing through, you're making a story, you're influencing the story, you're making choices. And the whole idea is that a lot of games, you think you're having fun because you're making choices, but like really well-crafted games don't really give you a choice, but they make it seem like you have the a illusion choice. of choice, the illusion of choice. And the illusion of choice is exactly the element that they used to make Bioshock one. Yes. And that was such an eye opening moment. Yes. Because the idea was that at no point in the game, did you actually have freedom to do what you wanted? Yes. You were given tasks you were programmed to do those tasks and your character followed the rules because 
that's what you do as a player. Yes. You're given the shiny thing. You said, go get the shiny thing now. And you go and do it. Yes. And they use that as a story element. And at the time, no one, that was the way you told, especially FPSs. Yeah. That was you, the way you told You had FPSs. a linear story. You had a linear story. And you never questioned it because you got so used to every game before it. This is mm-hmm. how it works. So you, you as a player never questioned it. Right. Exactly. So like it, it kind of opened the door to thinking of like, okay, why is my character doing what they're doing? Yeah. And when you go back and you look at it and you're like, holy shit. And it's the whole, would you kindly? Yeah. That was a... <laughs> That was such a good twist. Yeah. Such a so, great game. So much fun. So much fun. It, it Yeah, that, that game is fantastic. Yeah. I think the only other storyline that felt kind of like that impactful was like, I want to say maybe Black Ops 2, actually, where you had the whole number stations. See, going. I never did that one. <gasps> oh, fucking masterpiece. See, I liked uh, Call of Duty. Was it Call of Duty 1 or 3? The one where it ends with like, it doesn't end, but there's like a nuke that goes off. Three, I think it was a three. three where they have like you play as different characters, yeah, 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 but all of their stories add up up to the one thing, yeah, add up to like one major story arc, yeah. So, um, I can't even do it justice. Was the numbers one the one where it starts with the cinematic where it's like, what do the numbers mean? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, and but like the idea, actually, I think the cinematic starts with uh, a woman pulling up to a microphone and she starts saying the numbers. Oh, okay, okay. And, but like the whole idea is like you're trying to figure out what are the num- what are the numbers for and yeah like, what do they mean it's like yeah. activation codes and stuff like that that makes sense it's really really cool it's it's um it's worth it's worth spending the time to watch the story elements of that game if somebody has chopped into a movie like cut out the in between gunplay yeah watch that okay um that that's worth a watch okay that's okay that's, that's duly watch. noted i think there's a lot to be said about the call of duty games in general <laughs> like a lot they of they get a lot of shit on they them. get a, they, yeah they totally do but like the thing is like they've pushed the FPS genre forward mechanically, hugely, hugely, yeah, and their their stories are not always amazing, but they're usually at least interesting. Yep, yep. And some of them, like like Black Ops Two, was genuinely good, like mm-hmm. really good. Modern and Warfare Three was considered really like, oh yeah, the better was, like the whole airport scene. Yeah, the like no one Russian. Of the, the one of the the first times that a game allows you to skip content because they thought that hey, that it may be. This is too brutal. This is too brutal for some people. Yeah. Which, by the way, like props, right, for doing that. Yeah, they I mean, want like, to tell a me, serious story. Yeah, like me as a as a sadistic gamer, I'm gonna of course play through the whole thing where I'm murdering people senselessly. Yeah, sure, of course, logically, right. <laughs> but I mean, like, no, like, um, I, I get that, and that, I think that that's really good that they did that because some people that would be hard to get through that part of the game. Yeah, it would be. Well, this has been a great story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I I, I like fun. I love. Video game stories. Not all video games are. Every video game, I think the, the the true value of video games is, even in comparison to movies, they are so diverse. Not every game is about story. Not every game is about mechanics. Some games combine the two. Yeah. And I think it's good to look at the best, because you can't always look at, like, not every game is, there is no the game, right? Everything is so niche and cataloged and categorized. Like, there is no, this is the game that ends all games. Like, this is the game. Except for Hunt. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, every game is like, okay, no, this is the best of this. This is the best of this. They perfect a certain something. Sure. So I, I think I can agree with that. Yeah, I think it's good. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, Chapter 3, Plebeian Adam, signing out. And Rob, thanks for listening. <laughs>